Several years ago, not long after my open heart surgery, there was a preacher study at Aurora, Missouri. And I wasn't up to the drive and a dear brother came and picked me up and provided transportation as we went to, the, to Aurora to the study. Went to the morning session on Saturday and left for lunch, went to Hardy's for a burger. And uh, several of the preachers were there. We had a good visit and we sit and visited until it was time to go back to the assembly. And uh, walking across the parking lot, I looked down and saw two pennies. And I said, I shouldn't have said it out loud, but I did. I said, if I didn't hurt so bad, I'd pick that up. And the brother said, what is it? I said, it's two pennies. And so he walked over to the spot, picked them up and slipped them in his pocket. And I was sitting there, you know, finders, keepers, losers, weepers. But he put the pennies in his pocket. But I got the story for nothing. I grew up poor, but never knew it. And the exceptional parents who raised me <laughs> taught me the value of little things. What's a penny worth? In the day of Jesus, you could buy two sparrows for one penny. And there were two of them laying on the parking lot. Matthew gives us the price in, in Matthew chapter 10 and verse 29. And when Luke tells the story, he tells us that you could buy five sparrows for two pennies. Luke 12 verse 6. What's the fifth sparrow worth? The others are worth a half a cent apiece. But if you buy as many as five, you get one pitched in for nothing. The gospel writers follow that story, both Matthew and Luke, by letting us know that God values those sparrows. In fact, it says that there never has been a sparrow die that he didn't see it. When Luke tells it, he said, there never has been a dead sparrow that God forgot. Isn't that incredible? Some of us have preached more funerals that we can't even remember who they were. And many of them were dear friends. Jesus goes from that and tells us that he's attentive to a lot of things. In fact, he said, God knows how many hairs are in your head. I looked at that a little bit. I, I found out that redheads, well, a normal head, whatever the normal size of a head is, has approximately 100,000 hair follicles. A redhead has 90,000. A blonde has 140,000. 140, no, no wonder they have more fun, they have more hair. And brunettes, well, we fall in someplace between the redheads and the blondes. I figure that there's close to a thousand people here. I figure Tuesday night that it'll be a packed house. And if there's a thousand people in this room, 
I would estimate that there will be a hundred million hairs in this room. But God will know the exact number. He knows what follicles work and what follicles don't. He knows you extremely well. And after he tells us about the sparrows and the number of our hairs, he tells us that he values you more than many sparrows. God is attentive to us. He doesn't ever miss anything. There are not very many fifth sparrows in this crowd. You're an ex exceptional audience. You're an impressive crowd of people. You're beautiful people, both inside and out. You're people of great talent, wonderful singers and powerful preachers and outstanding church leaders and exemplary fa families. You, you, you look at this crowd and, and, and you know that they're part of the cream of the brotherhood. And it's such a joy for us to be together but there's not very many fifth sparrows in this room tonight. There's usually a few. Through the years that I've preached, I've had people that I've encouraged to come to the meetings tell me that they've come to the 4th July meeting or the New Year's meeting. And I said, isn't it a joy? And they often say, no, we didn't like it. And when I ask them why, it's because they didn't know anybody. They didn't know anybody when they came. And they didn't hardly know anybody when they left. They were just fifth sparrows. Romans chapter 12 and verse 10 says, Be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love and honor giving preference to one another. We look forward to coming to this meeting because we know so many people from so many places. All of us are that way. We all have special friends and maybe this is the only time we get to see them. We, we always roll out the red carpet to our peers, to our favorite peers. And we share that time together, telling stories about ourselves and asking about the others and talking about our family and our friends and our congregations and the things that are important to us. And all the time that we're sharing the joy of the company of our friends, there's a few fifth sparrows that are sitting over on the lower wings of the spiritual tree of life, watching us in our selfishness. And they're not enjoying the presence of the kingdom of God. Jesus was very compassionate. He loved all kinds of people. The scribes and the Pharisees, they had nothing good to say about him because he would eat with publicans and sinners. He was a master teacher. And I think Mark gave him one of his greatest compliments about his skill when he tells us in Mark chapter 12 and verse 37, and the common people heard him gladly. He mixed well with everyone. 
he could and would talk to anyone. Jesus was a communicator. I want to look with you at the 139th Psalm. It's an amazing text, of course, and I know you're familiar with it. But it's a psalm that tells us great things about God. I like to read this song out loud. I like to get off by myself someplace private behind closed doors and read it out loud. I like to read it to God because it glorifies Him, it honors Him, and that's what glorifying really is. And I want you, as you listen to these words, not to think about, we're just talking about the great King David here. I want you to know that David sings this song, but he sings it by inspiration. And it's recorded for us in the Word of God because God wants you to know how God feels about you. Even if you are a fifth fairy, even though you think you have no value, even though you think you have no merit, though you may think you have no talent, God loves you incredibly. Oh Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my downsettings and my uprisings. Thou understandest my thought afar off. Thou compassest my path and my lying down and art acquainted with all of my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it altogether. Thou hast beset me behind and before and laid thine hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Whether shall I go from thy spirit or whether shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me, and thou, thy right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be light about me. Yea, the darkness hideth not from thee, for the night shineth as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to thee. For thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me, in my mother's womb, I will praise thee. I am fearfully and wonderfully and marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect, and in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God! How great is the sum of them! If I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. And when I awake, I am still with you. May we open our eyes, brethren, to the sparrows that flit about us. May we all go back home to our local congregations and assure our sparrows that they are created by the Almighty God 
and that God holds us in his right hand. Let them know that God listens to all of our thoughts of fears and doubts. Tell them that they were wonderfully made by the power of the Almighty God. Tell them that God knew them in their mother's womb even before their mama knew she was pregnant. God knew them. And tell them that there's a real place in the kingdom of God for them. And then help them find it. God help us not to look over our past anyone. For God wondrously made them all. We thank you for listening to our podcast put on by the Church of Christ at 2215 Plans Road in Bakersfield. If you would like any additional information or you would like to receive a free Bible correspondence course by mail, please email us at info at churchofchristbakersfield.com. Our service times are Sundays at 1030 a.m. and 5 p.m. and Wednesdays at 730 p.m. Please make plans to join us. We would love for you to be our honored guest.